0: I know what I said in episode 34, but you need to remember something. I lied. This is Robert Reyes. We are coming to you from the convention center here at the Rio in beautiful, lovely Las Vegas, Nevada. For day three of the 55-year continuing mission, formerly known as STLV. Now, the first two days... Weren't as busy, but today being Friday, it has picked up a lot. So the panel that just ended in the main room was the Vortis panel. You had Jeffrey Coombs, Molly Hagen. Oh, shit! I forget who the other two actresses were. Caitlin Hopkins, and I forget who the last one is. All the actors that played Vortez on Deep Space Nine. Over at the Roddenberry stage, people were making Legos at 11 a.m. And in all fairness, 11 a.m. to be making Legos at STLV is still too early. So we're walking around, walking around. No, I'm not... When you hear this, no, I'm not live tweeting panels because I told you, or not told you, that's wrong. I said in episode 34 I wasn't coming to STLV, so I wasn't going to get everyone's hopes up about that. So to give you an idea of what's going on, Creation no longer has the official license from CBS to do Star Trek conventions. That now belongs to ReadPop. Hence, this is called the 55-year mission. So next year, when this is at Bally's, because they're remodeling the Rio, it'll be the 56-year mission tour. So you're probably wondering what the attendance is like because of the Delta variant. Well, surprisingly, today for a Friday, it's picked up a lot. There's a good amount of people here, but it's not busy as it's been in the past. Also, because a lot of guests canceled. So unfortunately, I'm only I'm only here for the one day today. So I'm guessing it's probably safe to say that tomorrow, Saturday, this place is going to be wall-to-wall people. So we're making our way now into the vendor's room. So as I did say in episode 34, and I will be mentioning that a lot, Roddenberry doesn't have a booth in here this year, but they are sponsoring... The third stage inside Jimmy's place, formerly Quark's. So we're here. It's the Fansets booth, and if it's the Fansets booth, it's Lou. How are you doing, Lou?
1: Robert, we're wonderful. It's great to be back. Thank you. It's good to see you again.
0: Good to see you.
1: Well, how, how's the show going for you? You got one day here.
0: Yes. Trying to get as much in as possible.
1: Well, thanks for visiting us. We're, we're always great to see you.
0: So what are some of the new pins that are debuting this year and last year because okay. of COVID?
1: Well, we, we didn't really debut a lot last year because we, we have to build these in advance. And, and in March last year, when, when the world started to shut down, we knew that there wasn't going to be a, a show. So we, 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 we took last year's poker chip design and moved it to this year. So we don't have a 2020 poker chip. We have a 2021 and we used it uh, from the first episode of Star Trek Picard keeping with the gambling uh, theme that we do with the poker chips where Picard's playing cards with data and he says, I, I don't want the game to end. Yeah. So that one debuted this year. We had our party pin, which which was a great design. Uh, they got canceled uh, because of the increase in infections, uh, which is a 21, a black ja- blackjack, which keeps with the Vegas sting. And, and we even have a little, on our uh, Jack card, he's got the mask on. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that, that was our party pin. Then what we're debuting this year in pins, uh, three new Women of Trek pins, which Belana Torres, Number one from Star Trek, to, uh, Strange New Worlds and Robin Curtis as Sarek, or Sarek, Sarek, Savik, sorry, uh, from uh, Star Trek The Voyage Home, and also our show special pin, se- which is a seven to nine pin, much like the Uhura pin, these were done for the shows, when, once we sell out of these, the mold is broken forever and gone since the last time we talked fansets has moved into doing deltas it's part of our hashtag done right program um we now have uh these six pins that are available uh to, to, for people and then we've got two more coming out which is the uh the voyager and the discovery command badge from the first two seasons okay and then we've also got we're into magnets where we've done the com badges from from the various shows uh, and we we premiered the season three uh, 32nd century badge at the show here so that's uh, that's stuff that we've really kind of just brought out for at at this show we've got so we have so much that since the last time we talked we have uh, all the anniversaries this year the ranging from the the 55-year pin all the way down to the the, the five-year anniversary beyond those are all new uh, let's see down here we've got uh, two of our newer ship pins we we have the cerritos we have the uh Doomsday Machine we have the Titan the USS Titan first one of the first appearances of that ship since it became licensable yes uh, we have down here we, we, we brought out a whole slew of micro crew characters all the way across here except for General Chang is not part of that but he is uh, everyone from the third season Burnham across are all brand new that we released for this show. And let's see, uh, last year we brought this out. We weren't able to show this at the show last year. This this was the uh, 25 year anniversary for Voyager set that we always do our master sets. And we're really close to being able to having the uh, 20 year set for Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, wow. We'll have those shortly, as soon as we get final approval on the pin. Uh, for the for the Captain Archer pin. That's the only thing that's holding this set up. Uh, since we talked, I mean, we've done a full line of Badgy st- or of, of uh, lower, lower decks. Deck. Uh, badgie sells unbelievably.
0: Everybody loves Badgy.
1: Everybody loves badgie. So <laughs> it, it, it's been a you know we're we're now up over 450 Star Trek pins that we've wow. produced. Uh, many, a lot of stuff is going into vault, so you know people need to check the website to see what those are. Where you know we we have so many we have so many new shows and so many new characters from the old shows that some of the old 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 ones just have to retire them. Retire? Yeah. So I mean it's inevitable because we just can't have that many skews going. But yeah, it's it, that, that's that's about it. That's about it, but it's been we've we we continue to produce the most product for Star Trek than any manufacturer uh, on the market, and we're uh, we're going to just keep right on going as they keep on going.
0: And it's probably safe to say you've probably seen possible mock-ups for Strange New Worlds. Uh,
1: as a good friend of mine. Uh, uh, likes to say I signed the NDA <laughs> <laughs> so um, no comment
0: okay that was a non-denial denial from That's Lou a
1: non-denial <laughs> deniable yes I'm non-deniable <laughs> denying that <laughs> so, so we excited for the new search so it, it what
0: what what's been selling the most so far during the show
1: um, the season three badge has been uh, unbelievable. The 32nd century is selling incredibly well. Our, our poker chip pin, and believe it or not, the badgies are selling like wildfire. Both, both the happy and the mad uh, have been selling like wildfire. We're almost out of them. We brought 500 of them. So. Honest
0: question, when you were doing the Lower Decks pins, was there ever discussion to not do the badgy pins?
1: Absolutely not. We, the, the minute the episode aired and people, and you could receive the reaction to the character through social media, it was never, we, we were all over. We were, okay. at, we were asking licensing for images uh, within 24 hours of the episode because the internet blew up.
0: Yeah, I know.
1: You know, and we'll, we'll we have some more designs coming we have third season characters coming uh, or I'm sorry second season characters coming for Lower Decks that are, that are in approval and and, and uh, design right now so it, it, it's, it's tough in some instances to get them to release exactly because you don't know when the show's coming until six to eight weeks before they announce it and we can't get stuff manufactured that right. fast especially in the the days of COVID right now, manufacturing is is very slow. It, it's, uh, it's a complicated process to get machinery time to get stuff designed, and, and we, need, we need a better uh, forewarning of when the show's coming out.
0: Okay. So I do have a non-pin question. Right. How do you like your Broncos chances this season? Broncos who? Denver Broncos.
1: Broncos? Who? Uh, that, that, that right there tells you what I think our chance. I, th- I think they have a very good seat at watching three teams above them. That I think if they win five games, we'll be very lucky. That means they played five non-NFL teams. They, <laughs> they might be playing in the USFL or the World League or something to get those five wins. The CFL. CFL. Yes. Yeah. I think they. Could, I don't think they can be a CFL team. So they're they're horrible. I think they're getting ready for uh, Aaron Rodgers. The, I think they're going to be a big player in the Aaron Rodgers Derby. When we talk next year, we'll be talking Aaron Rodgers and the Broncos.
0: You heard it here, folks. Aaron Rodgers will be playing with the Broncos in 2022. All your money back and your pizza is free.
2: That's
1: right. <laughs> if, if I'm wrong, any Aaron Rodgers <laughs> pins we sell between now and then, I will happily refund
0: Thank you, Lou. Always a pleasure seeing you. Always a pleasure chatting with you. Okay. So, Garrett Wang has his table. So, on one side of the room, we have all of the Discovery people. Mary Chifo, um, I'm sorry, Mary Wiseman, her husband, Noah Alverback katz Anthony Rapp, Jane Brooke, Mary Chifo, Ken Mitchell, and then across from them, in I want to say almost the center of the room, we have the folks we see every year: Molly Hagan, Caitlin Hopkins, Maggie Threat, the guys from Enterprise, Dominic Connor, Anthony Montgomery, Nicole Boer, J.G. Hertzler. And you're probably wondering how are they doing all that? Well, they have plexiglass for their autographs. So there's a lot of plexiglass here for autographs. When you get the professional photo done, there's a plexiglass divider. And on the other side of the room, we have some of the newer folks from Discovery. Tara Roslin, Janet Kidder, Shoresh, Asha, Lulu, I think. Gigi Edley is here because she was in an episode of Continues. Since now all the fan films are fair game, Denise Crosby is here. She's the only TNG actor here this year because everyone else canceled. Okay, so if you can introduce yourself and the name of the um, the company.
3: My name is John Frazier. You can call me Frazier, and the company is Star StarTrekUnlimited.com.
0: Okay, so the one item that everyone has been coming that's the must-have
3: yep.
0: is the Tom Paris <laughs> collector's plate. So my first question is, where did you get the idea to do this?
3: The idea actually came from Mike McMahon and John Van Sitters, who called me back in January and they said, I have an idea for a product. Can you make this in time for the premiere in August? And I, they sent me the artwork and I said, yes, I can do that. I can, I can work it out really, really quickly. Sent them a design prototype um, like in, a, in a day and uh, we're going into production this week.
0: Okay, so these aren't in production yet.
3: They are in production this week. Okay.
0: And then if someone wanted the Tom Players plate, how much is it?
3: It's $29.99, available for pre-order right now, but only at StarTrekUnlimited.com, nowhere else. Okay.
0: And you have some other items here. Well, we have the decanter here.
3: The decanter is available right now. This is $99 at the show. Uh, as a show special for 120 if you wanted to buy it uh, online, again, at Star Trek Unlimited. But it's free shipping to the lower 48.
0: Now, is it just the decanter or do the glasses come with it? It's the
3: decanter and the four glasses that come with it. All Enterprise D themed. Okay.
0: I know you also have you know, some friends of mine who were, were admiring the cookware you have.
3: Yes, so the... we've got several uh, plate sets. We have the, um, we have the uh, uh, Enterprise E themed dinner sets with the gold foil uh, emblems. And these are like your, the, 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 the china that you bring out for the, when the Admiral comes. Yeah. And we have the um, Enterprise D L-Cars themed plates. These are microwave and dishwasher safe, so these are your everyday and have a nice L-Cars display on them. And new, coming up next year, we've got a smaller set, which is um, uh, original Constitution class Enterprise styling on a dinner plate and a bowl set. And there'll be uh, eight pieces to this set. It'll be about half the price of the 16-piece sets and those okay. will be coming out next year.
0: Okay, and then people can do saucer separation. With <laughs> yeah, sure.
3: <laughs> Actually, someone had an idea that this should be a, a shuttle craft. And instead of saying NCC-1701, make it say NCC-1701-7 and make it a Galileo bowl, wow. but it's too late, maybe next time.
0: <laughs> and what are, so these are just regular containers with the Delta on them, correct? Yeah,
3: so it's a set of four stainless steel canisters um, with a vacuum seal, a rubber gasket vacuum seal, and each one has a delta shield on top and an ocudogram printed on the side. I always imagined that on the Starship Enterprise, the Enterprise D, sure you can store your things in stasis or you can just have them come out of the replicator and recycle them, but if you're a real connoisseur of food, maybe a coffee, maybe Janeway likes her coffee, <laughs> um, you need to store them actually in a physical mechanical container and this is what I imagined they would use them they would use on the Enterprise.
0: Well, I mean, we know they would because there was the kitchen in Star Trek VI.
3: Right. And the kitchen on the, uh, on the, uh, on the Enterprise uh, NX-01. Right. So Chef probably had something like this on, the, on his galley.
0: Okay. And what, what are these um, two plastic enterprises here? So
3: we have these sort of chibi-style enterprises that are a translucent plastic, but oh. what they are are uh, mood lights oh okay. so inside there's a series of leds uh, this is a, a hand printed handmade prototype that i only just got mailed in from china yesterday and um they need a little bit more work so i just wanted to give everyone an impression of how big they are what the shape was going to be and get a, and tell them it's going to be 29.99 probably next summer when these are available but I, i'm so proud of the design i wanted to show them off okay
0: and if people were interested in any of these items, what is the website again?
3: StarTrekUnlimited.com
0: Okay, thank you very much, Frey. Anytime, thank, thank you. you. Okay, if you can just introduce yourself, sir.
3: Yeah, hey, I'm Howard Jackwoods. I'm
4: the president of Wines That Rock. Okay,
0: and we have more, more wine from the last time you were here, two years ago.
4: Correct, yeah. Our first year that we were here at the show, we have the Chateau Picard and the Old Vine Zinfandel. And uh, since then, last year, we released these two. Okay. A Sauvignon Blanc, which is United Federation of Planets.
2: Okay. And we have
4: the Klingon blood wine. And for this one, we actually worked with the guys from the Klingon Language Institute and really tried to make something as authentic as possible. On the front, it says, drink today for tomorrow we may die. And there's four separate corks with Klingon proverbs.
0: So what type of wine is the Klingon blood wine? It's a
4: Cabernet Sauvignon. Okay. And all the wines, except for the Chateau Picard, are made with our award-winning winemaker, Andrew Nelson. He just won 40 Under 40 winemaker from Wine Enthusiast.
0: Oh, wow. Congratulations.
4: Yeah, yeah he's great. So.
0: Okay. Now, these
4: are our two new ones. Yes.
0: So why don't we start with the canard, because everyone's heard Casey Biggs complain about this.
4: Right, okay. So, you know, we have always been obsessed with this bottle, and um, we wanted to, to use it, but basically no one has made this bottle since 1970s.
0: <laughs> that sounds about right. So
4: what we did is we actually worked with Barb from Cork's Cantina and also the, the prop masters at CBS and Star Trek and they, we had, we got our hands on some of the original bottles and we took those bottles and we sent them to Southern Italy to a facility where we scanned them in 3d, we rendered them in 3d and then we forged these bottles just for this project. And the same with this kind of ornamental topper. So the wine ships with this very cool, clear glass topper with the, with this glow in the dark type, Cardassian uh, logo, but you also get this fun, you know, ornamental topper. Like, okay. And, okay. And also, um, our liner notes, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with Una McCormick.
0: Yes, yeah, she, she writes a lot of the novels. Right.
4: So she actually wrote our liner notes oh, wow. for the wine um, that kind of put the connection between the wine and the Cardassian uh, uh, Empire together. So super cool, a lot of detail. And the wine is a red wine blend. It's okay. got, it's a blend of Cabernet Sauvignon, Petit Syrah, Merlot, Petit Bordeaux.
2: <laughs>
0: You said Merle, you said Merlot, and I immediately thought of, of sideways. Sideways. <laughs> okay, you you know the punchline of the movie. Of course I do. Okay. <laughs>
4: um, and then this is our
2: blue Andorian Andorian
4: blue. blue Chardonnay. Ah. So this has some a couple of really unique features. Number one we're using a, a metal um, label for the first time so we have a, like a medallion Ooh, oh, wow. that we affix to the front of the bottle it's also silk silkscreen so there's no real label on it it's all silkscreen right to the to the bottle wow and then we actually worked with a food scientist for a couple of years to get the coloring together so this is a organic based natural coloring so it's not it is not food coloring in there it's really like an uh, it's something that we worked on quite a while to get the color okay right. so it's
0: a natural reaction similar to the um wine and um bottle shop
4: right well you know a lot of companies the other there are some other blue wines out there they use like a spirulina type thing but spirulina is not really fda approved so we are you know doing something with an organic natural base
0: okay and if someone wanted to order order any of the wines, where would they go?
4: So you go to StarTrekWines.com, but we basically, we have a great show special. So during the show, we're doing all six for uh, 2 dollars and that includes shipping. And um, that's a discount price on the wine. And, you know, we, we don't normally do shipping included, but um, we are for, you know, just to kind of celebrate the release of these two. Okay. Thank you very much. Yeah, man. Thank you.
2: Thank you.
0: So we're out of the vendor's room. And we're making our way back towards the Rotunda area. Okay, so we're going to pause right now. Alright, and we're back and we're in the vendor's room again. And Jane Brooke and Dr. Noor just walked by. You probably know who Jane Brooke is, Admiral Cromwell. But um, Dr. Noor is the technical advisor for Discovery. So they ended up doing a science podcast together. All right, sir, if you can introduce yourself.
5: Hi, my name is Dustin Adair. I am the creator of the video game Triple
2: Troubles.
0: Okay, obvious question. Where did you get the idea for the game?
5: (laughs) Well, it actually evolved. My partnership is with Triple Toys, and it was basically... They presented me the opportunity to make a game based on Tribbles, glomers, and Quadra Church Cayley. So, it was just a back and forth discussion, a couple of different game ideas, and it just sort of evolved into the the game that we have now, which is basically a, a vertical platforming arcade game.
0: So this is so. Wait, so is this different from what's being advertised that we can get in, in the the Apple Store or the Google Play Store?
5: No. Uh, what you see here is exactly uh, these devices here are actually just Android devices. So what you see here is exactly what you would get in the Android Store or the iOS Store.
0: Okay. And how does the game work? Uh, or overall, how does the game work? <laughs>
5: Well, it works with a touch screen, right, of course. And then the primary controls are left and right for motion, and then uh, jump button. And what I did was I basically just divided the screen in half. So anywhere you touch on a particular side enables the controls. You don't have to worry about missing controls. But (laughs) if you have a Bluetooth joystick, you can actually play the game on your phone or tablet with a, a, a wireless joystick as well. Okay.
0: And what is the object of the game?
5: Well, the object is... Well, let me backtrack. The premise of the game is that you, as a Tribble, get caught on a ship eating their quadrature Church which is what Tribbles do. The Captain, in a fit of rage, beams the Tribble into the center of a nearby planet whose molten core is actually rising. So you, as the Tribble, are trying to scale your way back to safety. You begin in an underground environment, and then you climb up into a canyon, from there into a jungle, And if you reach the top of the jungle you become inadvertently beamed back onto the ship that you started on with a crew that's trying to figure out how a tribble was able to get from the core of a planet back onto their ship a second time
0: and that's how the game ends essentially as you get beamed back onto the ship
5: well then then you have four more levels there's 16 levels total uh, and then you know basically uh four in each region right so once you get on the spaceship there's four levels there okay all right and
0: so you can download it on on the app, a, Apple App Store, Google Play.
5: Exactly. It is uh, right now it's on sale for $2. We're doing an introductory price while the convention is going on. So at the end of the convention we'll actually be bumping that price up. But for the time being it's $2 and that is the full game by the way. There's no in-app purchase, there's no ads, there's no nothing like that. You pay $2 and you actually own the full game.
0: Okay, thank you very much, sir. You thank you. So, just to give you an update, the Sharesh Agjadalu panel went very well. I wasn't aware that she grew up in Iran, and she was in her 20s during the time of the revolution when they overthrew the Shah. And I guess when, when Adam is interested with the guest, he is a very good moderator. I guess is the nicest way I can say that. So, we're in the vendor's room. Let's see... It's after five o'clock, and see who's still here. Jane Brooks signing, and she's the only discovery person left signing today. J.G. Herzler's here. Robert O'Reilly's here. Nicole DeBoer is leaving for the day. The Enterprise guys are here. So a lot of the talent has officially called it for the day. Jureš is still selling autographs. Denise Crosby still here. Right, and we're heading out of the vendor's room. I believe all the panels are done for today. So as I said earlier, there was a good crowd for a Friday. It wasn't a normal Friday crowd because of everything going on. And normally I would have seen more panels, but unfortunately with people deciding for safety reasons to cancel there weren't as many i guess above above the line talented that makes sense no a lot of the leads i think that's better a lot of the leads decided for safety reasons they wouldn't be coming this year and the thermians are still thermine have you seen dr lazarus i need to return Grapthar's hammer to him because mm-hmm. I have Graphtar's hammer, I need to return it to him. Oh, no. No, you haven't. No, he does not like Graptar's hammer. Well, oh, I know, I was going to return no. him. Because I. I he, you he, have Yeah, he, oh. he, le- he lent it to me, and I was going to return oh. it. Oh.
2: We, we do not see Lazarus or Madison at the same time.
0: Oh, okay. Yes, they have gone. Okay. Yes. yes. All thank right. Thank you so much. But though. if you do see we are them, for the l- l- let them know that I still have Graptar's okay. hammer. Yes, thank you okay. so much. Thank <laughs> you. Okay. I love them so much. All right, so it's after 5 p.m. So what Gene quote should we close out this episode with? Because... We have the the humanist philosophy of Gene Roddenberry, and then we have Gene, the actual person. And unfortunately, we have to deal with both of those things. Here it is. Um, this is a Gene quote. In Star Trek, I was able to comment on the v- diversity, the beauty of diversity, the fact the world has so many diverse elements and we should be pleased that the world has diversity rather than longing that everything be the same. The argument for Gene's vision. The argument against Gene's vision would be that his novelization of the motion picture... And it wouldn't be an STOV episode if I wasn't at a bar someplace. So several hours have passed. And we're here at the world famous iBar, which is now running I what's the latest version of iOS?
2: 4.7.
0: <laughs> it's now running iOS 4.7. Alright, so we're still here at the iBar, and it wouldn't be STLV if we didn't get our annual interview with Dr. Trek himself, Larry Nemetrek, specializes in all things Star Trek and minors in in DeForest Kelly.
6: I'm a a Star Trek fan, not a doctor.
2: (laughs) What
7: are you doing to me, Robert? Hey, Rodney, it's good to see you, No, I'm I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So how are you doing, Robert? I'm good. I missed the red sweater. Oh, thank you. I've missed everything. So it's, it's incredibly weird to be here at like half strength, not me, but I mean like half strength numbers and everybody in masks, except for now, if you can look around and see people with orange bands. Well, mine's yellow. Yeah, yellow and orange. I was just telling my wife tonight that like the orange and yellow people all kind of like a little relaxed around each other. And I know that's scientifically, that's not completely accurate. Oh my God, there's a guy with a Star Trek Experience bowling shirt.
2: sorry.
7: Uh, sorry, Heather's passing behind me, which is always a thrill. I
2: love you.
7: You're
6: the Heather? It's the Hi, Heather. I'm from Star Trek Continues. I love Star Trek Continues. Fabulous. <laughs> I was on it for two seconds. I walked behind Kirk in the hallway when he's entering Spock Station.
0: Which episode was that?
6: That would have been... What was the main plot? I was from Moonbase Eleven. It was when they were. It was the Commodore one.
2: The, com- so we the one were, we
6: were on the Moonbase. They were down there, and and Spock was. Spock
7: and the in other the captain was competing for okay. the no, captain. No, no, no. Kirk
6: was walking into Spock's quarters. We were on the Moonbase. Oh, 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 embracing the wind. Yes, embracing the wind. Wow, She's you know it. the
7: titles and everything. Oh.
6: Well, wait, let, let
0: me give you my card.
6: Robert, Robert has done,
7: he does interviewing and podcasting and news, and he's been here for ages. And when I'm
0: not doing that, I play alto clarinet. Oh, that's
7: you look like an alto, oh wait, you mean you play it musically. Yes. I thought you were cosplaying as an alto clarinet.
0: <laughs> Don't give me ideas, Larry. Don't give me ideas.
7: But I want to see the alto clarinet wearing a red sweater. That would be a whole. different I can do that. Thing. I bet you could. <laughs>
6: Forgive me for interrupting the very iconic tone. Oh my gosh. Hi, Larry. It was a pleasure.
0: It was nice meeting you, Heather. Okay. Well, that's not the way most
7: interviews go, or
0: is it? (laughs) Well, we are at the Rio.
2: For maybe
7: the last time. Well, no,
0: they're going to remodel this and turn this into a triple Hyatt property.
7: Oh, okay. So, definitely for the last time. It won't be a, yeah. No, it'll be it'll definitely be off next year and I I'm I haven't been keeping up but okay if that's what it is and that's what yeah, so yeah this will be the last Rio uh, Vegas yeah It's going to
0: be weird being back on the strip next year
7: It will and it'll be a big pain and a big headache because this was like suburban over here I liked how it was like of like big open parking lots like Oklahoma <laughs> and you could like zip, if you're over on this side of the strip you could like zip zip zip, zip and two miles away really is like five minutes away. It's not you're over on the strip traffic. So it'll be a thing, but it's not licensed either. So there'll be this brave new world of the licensed read pop cons bopping around from city to city. and creation keeping their Vegas connection affiliation alive but it won't be the officially licensed
0: yeah there were there were some people in the vendors room who shouldn't have been there and I won't name names but I think you know who I'm talking about
7: yeah yeah. now that you say it that way yes but I mean I'm talking about the fans a lot of fans won't be able to go to both and some fans I was think I was talking about this today with John a lot of fans are going to go. Well, I want to go to the official con because that's where CBS will throw all, or Paramount Plus will throw all the coolest stuff. But there will still be cool stuff here. And Creation has their 20, 30 years in with you know the Star Trek. So they're both. A lot of people won't be able to go to both, and they'll love Vegas because it's a destination, and maybe it's it's steady. And after they relocate, wherever they wind up going after the Rio. But the other the other plan right now is for for Pop to bop around different cities every year, so you won't know you know you won't it'll be exciting, but you won't have traditions right. like masquerade bar here and the eye bar and people or
0: the landing party
7: or the landing party on Tuesday. Well, hopefully we can still do a landing party on Tuesday night. Con eve, somewhere, but if it's a convention center type situation, even if there's a, hotels attached. Uh, anyway, it's it's. We're in a transition time, Robert. Well, wait. Well, let
0: we're me ask you that because you 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 attempted to do a landing party at Destination Star Trek with the last year. It was in Birmingham.
7: Right, and there's like one main hotel. That's it's not attached. They were in a big convention center barn. Yeah. It always reminds me of a stable because, the Europeans love to use like corrugated iron, and I'm always like back in a barn in Oklahoma <laughs> when I see that. But yeah, corrugated barn, and and there's two or three hotels nearby but one is the official hotel it's where most fans are and that and now they're not in Birmingham they're back down in the east docks again but um, oh my gosh
0: like magic Larry has a diet and coke
7: I have a rum and diet in my hand courtesy of the greatest generation every single World War II veteran just put just put a rum and diet in my hand.
0: Well, I told him, like, he must Absolutely. moisturize because he didn't look a day over 75.
7: <laughs> Adam, Adam Pranikin, that amazing Nick, um, greatest generation fan base. Adam just, that how nice. I sh- I'm supposed to be. here's what's cool, though, about this year, and this'll be up, I'm sure, way after the convention's over, unless you're being really speedy and really boring, Robert but um, like, I'm not going to the convention I'm just talking to people at midnight <laughs> or 1.30 but um, the morning show that they're doing the Roddenberry stage yay is back to what it was starting to be five years ago before it was usurped uh, okay now Jessica's leaving Jessica Lynn Verde and John Champion are co-hosting. It's like old school local TV talk shows. Yes, I caught some
0: of that. So a lot of people were wondering where Jessica came from because they don't remember seeing her on any of the ancillary program, Mission Log Live or...
7: I've known Jessica for several years. In fact, if we have any listeners, trivia time, if we have any listeners of The Trek Files, your Roddenberry Podcast uh, Network production that I do, uh, the, that sultry voice at the beginning, because John was trying to do X-Files and Trek Files, but also Trek Files like Film noir, you know, like the Femme Fatale. And that voice at the beginning that says, you know, the Trek Files from Roddenberry. And she ends up by saying, and now here's your host, Dr. Trek. Larry Nemechek That's Jessica Okay And she's part of the Improvised Community And she was an early member Of the Improvised I met her At Comic Con San Diego With with, um, Sarah Mountjoy Pepka In 2016 Sorry This is a story I was walking around Comic Con San Diego Curious Even in the 50th Star Trek year How many people At Comic Con San Diego Were cosplaying Star Trek and here's two women who are looking very good in their Star Trek uniforms. I'm like, oh my God. And I was, I was trying to capture that and post Look, it's a Star Trek person at Comic-Con. Who ever heard of that? Because CBS was trying to build the profile and they were really turning the ship around and trying to get a seat at the big boys table of all the other franchises. And Star Trek had been languishing, but now Discovery was coming back and there was a lot of excitement and it was the 50th. And I'm looking around for people and I'd shot different people and just taking pictures to post, you know, social media. And here's these two young ladies (laughs) back by the trash cans at the back of the dealer's room at the exhibition hall. And I'm like, oh my God, what are you? So I take their picture and they're like, yes, we're in the Improvised Generation Improv group. We're in LA, you should come see us. I'm like, oh my God. So Jessica has has gone on to some other improvised troops and Sarah is still there, but that's how I met the two of them and found the whole Improvised Generation group. That's how I found that whole world, but I've known Jessica since 2016. And she's been a guest host, I think, on Mission Log. But she's doing this morning show here at Vegas, Trek Vegas, with John, and um, they're they're multi-streaming it live over all the Roddenberry and and Mission Log channels. And, (coughs) excuse me. Uh, don't cough into the mic, Larry. That's a, that's a pro tip for myself. Um, but it's funny. Like on Wednesday, I did say Wednesday, not Wednesday. Giving away my okiness there. So on Wednesday, they start at 11. Thursday
5: and Friday,
7: we're at 10. Saturday and Sunday will be at 9. So yes, I'm supposed to be on stage being perky at 9.
0: But it'll be great. It'll well, be you great. can do it. I have faith of the heart. Oh, yeah. Well, you know it's
7: been a long road getting from wherever to wherever <laughs>
0: yeah.
7: where, where are we oh in vegas yeah right from the masquerade bar to the i-bar <laughs> yes no no it's 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 been very interesting this year i think it's like half strength COVID's taking a toll on well, know t- on the guest list and the fan base and none of the foreign fans are here you know i was, just, I, was I actually caught max uh max grudenchik out apparently 'Cause he's a lot of the actors are not signing. They're like doing their main thing. They're gonna do it. He's here for the rat pack and Max's wonderful, you know, spoof lyrics and all that. They're gonna perform Sunday night and then do a a group signing afterwards. Wow. But he's not sitting at a table day to day. They've got the little plastic screens at yeah, all the that, signers yeah. like they're all little bank tellers or something. I mean it's a different it's a different critter where it's like at half strength and yet there's these these kind of extra layers and half of the hotel is shut down, the printing center is shut down, you have to drive 10 miles to get printing if you've got a table or something. So it's, it's been very, the experience has been very interesting, but to their credit, there's the Clark County, know, in Clark County's been a hotspot, and that scared a lot of people, and I don't blame them because it was all of, it wasn't being paranoid, it was vaccinated people getting infected again, or being a carrier, you know, even and a lot of people have kids that can't be vaccinated. It's been, it's been a very complicated thing. Yeah. And a lot of act, a lot of actors didn't come, a lot of the, the guests, a lot of fans didn't come, a lot of the foreign, most of the foreign films. So it's been, I knew it would be about half, what, 2019 was, the last year we had a real, and it, but I think somewhere between people going, it's been a year, I've got to get out and see my fan peeps. And thinking this was the last year, it's at the Rio, and and... Being robbed of 2020, like I want to know it's the last year and go and enjoy it. Yeah, but it's been it's been an interest, and everybody's doing what they feel like they're comfortable. I will say that the Clark County, you know, mask and all that, and creation has enforced that and followed it, and most fans. I think. What do you think? Ninety-eight percent of fans are mad. Like we're not right now, but we're talking. And we're all orangey, yellow, bandy people. Well, they said as
0: long as we're drinking, we don't need to wear the mask.
7: Right. No, I'm. No, you know what's fun? It's when you use the mask as a
6: filter. <laughs> it's like, it's like- Why I'm- did you put your filter on when I showed up? <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? It's, it's a, Adam. Um, it's it Adam. Is. It's Adam from Greatest Gen. I'm here closing down the bar with Larry, Dr. Trek. Who needs to be on a show at nine in the morning. Yeah, that was yeah. me this morning. I woke up early so, and I d- and I did, did uh, I did here. mission log. I'll just take over your interview, Robert. So Adam, when <laughs> did you when did you get in when did you get in town, Adam? I got in on Wednesday. Okay, um, and I've been working ever since. Oh really? Like working the crowd out there, <laughs> handing out. Why are Andy, you making Andy that weird Nick hand Jerry's. gesture, Larry? I'm being, I'm being. Larry, Larry, your me. hand is doing like a weird jack off. No, marker. he's doing, he's doing,
0: he's doing the boomer sooner gesture.
6: No, no, no. This jack off <laughs> is way over to the right of my body. If you would This be... episode will never be released. <laughs>
0: it will be released Friday the twentieth.
6: Wow, on wow. your hit podcast.
0: The what Promenade Podcast. The
6: Promenade Podcast. Hey, I was
0: promoting your spin-off show I, like crazy.
6: I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, we have a spin-off show as of tonight. What is your spin-off it's, show? It's Adam? the View Screen 69. Nice! Nice.
7: You you wanna explain that title, Adam?
6: <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna say nice? Because everyone else is saying it? Oh, okay. Uh, nice. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yeah, that's the phrase The pays.
0: Because view screens zero, 01 through 68 were taken.
6: Oh, okay. They really were. And yeah. there was
0: an actual podcast called The View Screen.
7: Okay, so The View Screen 69 is either sexual in nature <laughs> or it's Star Trek cancellation year in nature. It's or maybe bo- it's
6: Apollo 11 moon landing adventure. I don't know. Tell It me, Adam. also reviews the greatest generation. Oh. Well, I was actually thinking it we would be. We have our own review podcast. I th- that are, was-
7: you, are you like recycling your own content, Adam? Is that what you're doing or not what?
6: Me. I'm not involved in any way. Okay. Wow. Hey. Wait, what? Get in here. Oh, it's, more- oh, it's Brie and Homer. Wait,
2: Brie, you get it <laughs> Brie thinks yes. she's
6: sneaky. But she's not, yeah, I mean, she's chiffon. Mean, I mean, I mean, Wait, you're that's the worst. to get
2: There's
6: a microphone. Hey, Julianne in the photo. Have any oh mic Yeah, oh get, God. get in here. Robert, it's like live photography. during the podcast for you. It's an hey,
2: audio it's nice. medium. It is. <laughs> Real medium. <laughs> oh, look, it's the last one. Were you rolling the, on all that? that, that? Because yeah. that was
6: gold. Yeah, I know. Of course. I, 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 Robert may not look like much, but he's a media <laughs> wizard. Yeah. Like How I'm, early are you getting up for the shows tomorrow?
0: I'm not, I'm gonna be at... Because you're a I, smart man. I'm yeah. gonna be at McCarran, my flight My is flight at 5.30 a.m. back to L.A. Oh
6: my God.
0: I know, right? What are
6: you doing the whole night?
0: Yeah, so at three o'clock I'm gonna go back over to the Gold Coast, shower, change, and get in, you get that French car company, Uber. <laughs> yeah. Are
2: you still rolling?
0: I'm always rolling.
6: Rolling on the river. Okay.
0: Yes, rolling, rolling on rolling. the river. got answer for
6: her. Get this is closer. a this is a credence appreciation podcast. Oh my god, credence. <laughs> welcome, fuckboy, yeah. well, I can see the Turner. Welcome well, to your pick. Welcome yeah. to yeah. rolling on river.
0: Larry, I do have a serious yeah. question. <laughs> and credence Clearwater revival.
7: Oh my god. And I. W- <laughs> Stuck in Lodi again. Okay,
6: yeah. that's, for Lodi. That's, that's, for for the, that's for the album. That's the name of the show. That's for the album. CCR fan. But Robert, I, you've lost it, control
7: of this. It's it. okay. I do
0: have a serious question. Okay,
7: like So,
0: like the star
7: uh, series, like, yes! or
0: well, oh, no. well, 2020 is the Roddenberry Centennial. Yeah. Yes. Finally. Now, and I. 2021. Oh, yeah. well, next year is 2021. Thank, 2020. 2020. Thank you. 2021 2020 is the Roddenberry yeah.
7: Centennial. <laughs> <laughs> This is. I know you've been in a pandemic freezer, Robert, but this year is 2020.
0: Well, I was dealing with replicants in L.A. two years ago. Oh, okay. Okay.
7: No, you know, it's sad because the COVID has shot a hole in all the big plans. No, I, you know, Trevor and, and Rod, I know them, work with them. John, champion, they had big plans. Trevor had big plans for marking Gene Roddenberry's centennial. And I will say, with our modern awareness, very open eyed about Gene's gifts and his very human frailties. I was but, yeah. And you know, no one's trying to paper over anything. And Rod for all every time we do a trek files or anything that happens on the network, Rod is adamant. It's like, hey, warts and all. the old art for art critique phrase, warts and all. Yeah. You know, like don't there's no um, yes, pedestalizing here. Awesome. Is that a word? It is, it is now. It is now. I'll
0: go on Urban Dictionary.
2: Yeah, and on
7: some of the episodes of okay. Trek Files, we make sure, and, you know, she mention that. And it's and its all... But, Jean, thing.
2: yes, Herb, yes, Bob, so yes, Dorothy, I made her at sex you know, yes, Matt, know is, yes, Rick, you yes, you Michael, yes,
7: yes uh, Jerry, dark dark yes, Odyssey, yes, Alex. I mean, go down the line... They've all added to that. But if it hadn't been that frumpy guy that Herb Solo helped sell Star Trek to, we wouldn't all be doing this right now. Well, let me ask you... And that is worth celebrating, and there's lots of... And it's almost like you get these corny speech phrases. There's a wonderful corridor here at Vegas. Yeah, year. I saw the corridor, yeah. They've i have just... done a wonderful job. Claire Kramer and the PR company, she had social media, the the displays they've organized this year. COVID shot a hole in a lot of the plans that they wanted to do big time. So it's kind of centered on the online, the think, the hashtag think geek, uh, sorry, the hashtag think trek and see trek and B-Trek. It had to go online, but here's a rare chance at Vegas to do something live. And we got some presentations, the news about Mike and Denise Okuda, uh, holographically scanning a lot of of artifacts for future use. There's a lot going on and it it was diminished for COVID, but there's still a lot going on and we're still marking um, Gene's centennial. And I may yet, bring out a tour for Gene's life around L.A. We couldn't wind... It did not work out to do it this year or this fall, maybe 20... It'll still be the centennial year. His birthday is August 19th, 2021. So the centennial year should extend to August 19th, 2022, don't you think? That's how they do
0: it with with composers.
7: Right, right, right. And when we had the 50th of Star Trek, you know, it was like... It wasn't just about... uh, it wasn't just about September 8th, 1966 or, or 2016. You could, you could celebrate the centennial the whole year. So if we can do that with Gene, maybe I'll be releasing new... I did all the research. We've got the tour ready to go. We were just upstream fighting the headwinds. Bad metaphor. Um, fighting the headwinds of the COVID comeback, right? So we can, if we can get everybody safe and secure she and, and licking the Delta variant or anything else that comes down the line like I totally maybe in the spring or whatever we can we can offer that.
0: Well I have a question so when as, I was... As
7: a way to celebrate Gene's yeah. life and legacy yeah. oh, with, with open eyes Right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well I was a music major in college and we learned that in the 19th century they romanticized all of the composers that came before them, Mozart, Beethoven, saying that they died for their art. They weren't in it for th- for the money. Even though there's primary sources and secondary sources, it's to the contrary that. Are you seeing a, the, a similar romanticization of Jean?
7: No. No, Robert, I would say. Oh, right. No, the romanticization, I have another term for it. And it's kind of out there. We laugh about it on Trek files, and I know John kind of agrees with me and all. <clears throat> Another excuse me. There was uh, when Gene basically, the, there was a weird pivot, where Star Trek was not just a, the original series, was not just a whole new paradigm of, oh look here's a, a quote air quote failed little series that became huge in syndication. That had never happened. I mean, people, you know, I Love Lucy was sold for years because it could be. And that's cool. But nothing like, Star Trek was a quote unquote failed series that was canceled. Three years is nothing to sneeze at, but in the, as Bob Justin would say, history was going to remember Star Trek as a little series that was canceled. It didn't go out on its own terms, right? There was, There's no finale episode to Star Trek, the original series. And then the thing and then the thing that happened in the '70s was amazing, to the point where Gene and you know, uh, Leonard and Bill were all like working on their careers, and then everybody else was, was stereotyped. And they're they're looked as as Star Trek became this phenomenon in the 70s, they're all looked at like gods, but they still having trouble paying their mortgage. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, this is great, but I gotta go to conventions. You know, and Gene is doing his college tours, which were awesome. And as, as Star Trek blew up, he had plenty of de- he had plenty of demand for his college tours. But he and he's out there trying to throw the the, the the PAX movies, Genesis 2 and Planet Earth and all of those. Yeah. And he's trying to get He's walking a line, this is what we talk about in the Trek Files, in pieces, but collectively, he's walking a line between the old school Hollywood vision of you don't wallow in your last success, you've got to do something great, but what have you done for me lately? Or great, what have you sold lately? What have you produced lately? And he's trying to do new product, new, mo oh, I said the product word. He's trying to do new titles, New, you know, um, 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 yeah, he's trying to do new movies, but he knows there is something weirdly different about Star Trek. And so on the side he's trying to encourage all that, but at the same time not look like he's wallowing in the past and he's not moving forward, and he's walking that line, and it would be insane to give up on Star Trek, which eventually they didn't. There was a movie, then a TV series and a movie, then a, TV series, and a movie, then a TV series and a movie, and it finally happened. But It's like Star Trek is writing the book on all that. And that all happened, and then it launched the franchise that we have today. But Star Trek was like pushing the envelope of none of that had ever happened before. So, say what you will about Gene and, you know, whatever. Um, that, That decade that he was out talking on the college tour to pay his mortgage... Because they were like gods and demigods, he and the cast. But they, you know, there was no monetize. There was no money coming in for people buying, you know, pictures and. Well,
0: wait. What about Lincoln Enterprises?
7: Well, he had Lincoln Enterprises, and that's another thing. He was trying to be a producer who was not, you know, slimily selling himself out. I mean, they had it set up as a company, and Major ran it. And that was, you know, he had separation there. And at first they were trying to be very secretive about it, but eventually it was like, Oh it's Gina Majels company. And it was no big deal. But that was seen as there's a word, seemly. Right? It's the same it's the same attitude as there are signing shows for people autograph.
2: Yeah. But
7: it's it was a it was an industry thing that you didn't go sell your autograph until you didn't get acting gigs anymore or writing or directing like you didn't go to the Hollywood autograph show until you could do nothing else if you turned up there it was like oh it's so sad about Freddie he you know he's basically he can't get work now and of course men that would be in their 60s women it might be in their 40s unfairly back then so that's a paradigm that is now hey every actor every actor's Doc Walker's pet food preparer <laughs> has an Instagram account right. and they're out promoting and the whole paradigm is different. But back then it's like if you it's like I'm going to hang it up I can't get work I got to go pay the bills by going to signing shows and you know but it, the world the industry the entertainment industry if they saw you at one of those shows it was like oh well he's, he's hung it up she's hung it up and that's what Gene and the cast were looking at, that this is insane. But again, Star Trek changed that, and now we have Comic Cons, and now we, you know, all that. But,
0: what am I trying to say here? Um, well, you were using it, uh, you were gonna use a different word from other than romanticize.
7: I think I need to go get ready for the nine o'clock show, okay. Robert. No, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's Star Trek, there's so many things Star Trek revolutionized. Yes. And part of it is, a lot of people overlook it, and I try to get to this in the, in the Trek Files and my other shows, I'll talk about it. Um, but it's, it's Star Trek, even apart from science fiction and all the in, the in the entertainment industry, Star Trek revolutionized the way we look at actors and fame. All that, ca- you know, George and Nichelle and Walter and Dee and all the, and well Dee was retiring, but they were stereotyped to where they, they got so famous from Star Trek they were stereotyped from getting almost anything else. So they were trapped. It was really a set. Sad... Every cast since then was, was helped by that. They saw that happening, went, okay, I'm gonna do what I can to prevent this, and I'll put my Star Trek in the right box for me, and then I will look at my, the rest of my career and, and act accordingly, but it's not gonna take me by surprise. Yeah. It Jimmy and Dee and Michelle and Walter and George and Mitchell and Joy and Jean, it took them by surprise. So on one, it's like, wow, you've got this amazing show that failed and then came back to life and was history-setting. So, but good luck paying your mortgage. You know, there were no, there were not mechanisms, and if you did that, the seemly things that you did had to be reinvested. Oh, but no, I'm a guest at a con, and these, this is a thing, and it's not, it's not coloring what my work is otherwise, but. Yeah. Anyway, that's we've come so far since then. And I'm sorry I got off on that. No, but. that's okay. Why thanks Robert, thanks for coming over and talking tonight. <laughs> Good, night. Good night.
2: Bro Larry. You're
7: a bro. Thank you, that was Dr.
0: Trek. That was, that was so this is Robert Reyes for the Pomenade Podcast on behalf of a cast of hundreds today. This has been day three of STLV 2021, the 55 year mission tour. So, on behalf of the guys from the greatest generation, the view screen, Trek Files, and a bunch of other people, we'll see you next time.